Thanks for tuning in to Blokes of Wrestling on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we discuss the weekly news, awesome matches, and best moments from AEW, WWE, New Japan, Impact, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blokes of Wrestling. Guys, if this is your first time checking out the channel, hit that subscribe button. Much appreciated, as always. And we thank you all for your continued support. Soda, we are back again to talk another week in pro wrestling. And man, luckily, I think we dodged a bullet this week because there was no real massive, tragic, breaking news story. However, we almost had one. We almost had one. So, crisis narrowly averted on a Friday oh. evening here, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, uh, yeah. that was wild. That was wild. <laughs> it really, really was. Well, guys, again, thanks uh, for checking out the show. Uh, if this is your first time watching us, uh, we appreciate that subscribe. But also, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. We got a lot of awesome people over there supporting us already, including my co-host Soda the Saxman. There I am. And a bunch of other bunch of other super awesome people. But you guys get in on that at a dollar a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. Gets you in on the lowest tier, which uh, will get access to our, our Discord where you can chat with us about all sorts of stuff. And then if you want to support us on the higher level, you can actually make an appearance on this show. You can co-host blokes of wrestling with us so mm-hmm. a lot of fun stuff over there again guys patreon.com slash lgr underscore network we always appreciate your support but soda let's talk some pro wrestling man let's get into it here uh we had again a near tragic news story this week however it is good news that jerry the king waller yeah. who once again has no soul death here in 2023 and uh, was rushed to the hospital on Monday evening, uh, this past Monday, the 6th of February. Uh, suffered a stroke and uh, was rushed to the emergency room and looked like it was in some, some pretty bad shape. Like it was not not looking good for, uh, for the king there, but uh, managed to pull through. He managed to pull through once again. And then the update that was posted on his social media... Uh, probably from like one of his family members or something and earlier his today. Wife. His yep. wife. His wife. Earlier this afternoon, Jerry has been moved from the ICU and as of now being discharged tomorrow to return to his Florida home for outpatient rehab for his limited speech and cognitive skills. Doctors hopeful for full recovery. And Jerry is looking forward to returning to his fans very soon. So there you go. Very, very good yep. news update for Jerry the King Lawler. Really scary stuff as a guy that uh, is a legend. I you know, I think a lot of us grew up listening to him on commentary for all those shows. 
2023 has been a shit year so far for pro wrestlers, and I'm glad we didn't have to do a a tribute thing here tonight. Uh, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I think eventually we will we will someday have to, but uh, but not today, not today, Grim Reaper. Uh, Jerry Lawler kicking out at one uh, against Death himself. So yeah, thoughts on this? God damn it, Ricky Morton. Uh, like, I, I follow Ricky Morton on Twitter, and he tweeted, like, oh, prayers for my friend Jerry. And I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? So I, I run to the bathroom, and I'm trying to find what's going on Twitter. Couldn't find shit. It's like, man, what the hell? And then you hear that, and I'm like, oh, man. And it's like, yeah, it's a good thing Good thing he's kick out. We're not, we're not quite done with the king yet, but I no. say I hope he's done with the ring. Like, because he still wrestles occasionally. I hope he doesn't. Do, I hope he's told that's it. You can't do it anymore. Yeah, you would think that the doctors at this point would, would be yeah. like, no, you, you can't go back out there. Like, you, you risk immediate, you know, another stroke yeah. kind of thing. And, um, yeah, yeah he, like, the, Jerry has been wrestling various indie shows, even as much as recently, like within, you know, 2022 or whatever. Yeah. But I think this has got to be it for him in the ring, as you right. said. Like, it's like with yeah. Bret Hart. Like with Bret Hart. He had to retire because of a stroke, and he still can't take a bump. Yeah. Uh, now, Jerry the King Lawler is currently in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, I believe. So it's it's, oh, yeah. you know, it's not like they can kind of induct him this year or whatever. However, I would say they should at least give him maybe like a promo or something on like a Raw yeah. Maybe the Raw after WrestleMania, something where he can go out there and cut a promo, just basically saying that's it for me. Even even though he technically did retire in the ring in WWE, and he the, yeah. the wrestling that he did do was in, in on the Indies, but I still think like having him come out and cut a promo after this, after another one of these health scares, would be uh, a really really good gesture by by yeah. WWE. No, the, Jerry the King Lawler was inducted many years ago in the WWE yeah. Hall of Fame, like long time ago. I think it was like 2009. It was in that, that time period. Um, right around the time JR went in. Um, but yeah, I, I you know that WWE is going to be hyping or promoting his, his health yeah. for sure. Definitely. Uh, as it says here, you know, he's, he's has limited speech, you know, after a stroke yeah. like this, that that'll happen, but you can train and, and kind of get, get that back. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping exactly. that we're we're able to see it and have him be on the desk, you know, one more time yeah. uh, soon here. So yeah, we need to hear him. And all the best wishes to to J Jerry on his uh, on his recovery. What was that? I, I, I think said, yeah, uh, we need to hear. We need to hear him. Was that all your internet that just cut out? I don't think I cut out. Yeah, gotcha. I I think. Uh, what's going on here? Is that me? It might be me. I'm Good back. Way. Can you hear me? I can hear Hello. you. Hello. I can hear you. You can hear me. Okay, yeah. I'm having I'm having some some connection issues over here. Okay. Um. All right. All right. I think we're back in business. Uh, sorry for the the little brief interruption there, guys. Um. But uh, moving on to our next story here, we got AW Fight Forever, the video game that's been. Seemingly in development forever now. Yeah. Uh, that was announced earlier today that they have secured a rating for the game. Uh, that seemed like the final hiccup for them being able to release it. The original plan was like, because they announced it all the way back at like full gear, I think. They're like, oh, here's the video game, but no release date yet. 
but it's been yeah, in I think like, for a long time. They've been developing for a long time. I know that an original target date was to have it out by Christmas 2022. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, then I think the next tentative date they had was February, but the reports were that they were having trouble securing a date or securing a rating because of all the blood and all mm -hmm. the content in some of the, the matches that they, the whoever rating system branded it as a mature rating and they wanted to get a team rating, obviously, to sell more copies of the game. So I think they had to tone down some of the blood and some of that kind of stuff a little bit. But uh, they have secured their team rating. So hopefully that means that uh, soon we will get some kind of announcement for when the release is going to happen. Hopefully, maybe even like Revolution. Like we got a pay-per-view coming up here in a few weeks. So that would be, I think, maybe a good time for them to to finally get this thing out in stores. Yeah. I, I am a I am a wrestling game guy. Have been since I was a kid. Um, this if this is lives up to everything they say it is, and it's reminiscent of the games that I grew up playing. I'm gonna probably be so addicted to this. You might have to find a new co-host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this sounds like it's the wrestling game of my dreams, but with a different, not WWE, which is weird. Yeah, it's it's funny because we're gonna have this and the WWE 2K game coming out probably yeah. right or not like right exactly the same time, but I would guess like within a few months of each other. So yeah, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna get that. Yeah, it'll be fun to kind of play both of them and compare and like use even some of the same wrestlers because you guys guys like Cody who's going to probably be in both of them so he is in oh yeah he might be yeah. in the AEW one yeah yep yep because this game was in development when he was still mm -hmm. wrestling for AEW so i think that yeah. they've said that he's in the game uh there there's been some reports that they've removed CM Punk from mm -hmm. the game because I think he was originally on the cover, and they took him he off was, the cover. Yeah. He was in the Kenny Omega spot, I think, on the cover. Like, right yeah. front and center. Isn't that funny? Mm. How they did that. I know, right? After yeah, all that. I know, I, this, I, uh, this is very reminiscent of back in the day where he had the WCW and the WWF games. Um, I'm the I'm the no mercy guy. Like, I was one of those guys. I, I bought it, and I wore the crap out of that game. Um yeah, no, I, 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 I'm looking forward to this game for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I am as well. I don't currently have a gaming system, but I might have to get something just because of these yeah. games coming out. Like, yeah. I, the, the, you can finally get a PS5 now. Like that. It was I know, like a, and I'm, I don't have the money, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was like finding a unicorn or something, but now you can just yeah. like go spend five hundred bucks at Target and get one. So. Yeah. Um, there's that, but the, on the plus side, like the PS4 has now gone down in price a little bit. Like you can get a brand new PS4 at Target for like 300 bucks. So hmm. I might possibly consider going in that direction or getting like a refurbished one at GameStop or whatever yeah. for like 250, 200 bucks. So yeah, yeah I've, it I've might, might be worth. Yeah, it might be worth doing. But I've got one and I got an Xbox uh, Xbox One as well. Yeah, definitely. So again, not a, like a lot of news this week. Thankfully, again, we didn't don't have yeah. like a lot to talk about. I'm sure something will probably break in the next 24 hours as we're recording this mm -hmm. before it gets out there and released. But as as usually the case, um, but ho hopefully not. Uh, I said that last week and nothing huge happened, so we'll see. But uh, I do want to talk about Dynamite at least. We'll do our our review of Dynamite here tonight. Uh, obviously, we both 
we're taping this a little earlier, so we haven't seen SmackDown or Rampage yet. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll talk about some of the other stuff we saw this week, including Dynamite, which uh, I think overall was maybe not as good of a show as last week. It had uh, some issues, which we'll get into and talk, talk about. But it, last week was just so freaking good with the quality of the wrestling. Um, and this week still had some really, really great wrestling on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a lot to like about this show as well, including the opener of MJF and Takeshita in yeah. a title oh, yeah. eliminator match. And these guys, man, oh, holy crap, they, they really tore the yeah. house down. Uh, a couple spots that I, I'll, I'll note, one where MJF hits the backbreaker and kind of starts selling his knee like he destroyed his knee. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Takeshita uh, goes for his, his running knee finisher and eventually uh, MJF counters it and puts him in the salt of the earth, the arm bar. So they're really putting over this arm bar for this match coming up against Danielson, uh, which makes sense. Uh, and Takeshita actually taps out. I saw a lot of people not happy about this on the internet that uh, Takeshita tapped out this way. But guys, it's like you got to you gotta build MJF up for this match. And like Takeshita, I do believe, will have his time to shine, but he's still mm-hmm. pretty young and fresh. So I don't think this like buries him or anything like people are. They always go to the extremes. You know how people are on the internet. But oh, I didn't yeah. mind this at all. I really liked it. And then, yeah, there was a post-match beatdown. There was a couple MJF post-match beatdowns tonight. This is this was the first of it, uh, which yeah. then, of course, gets interrupted by uh, Danielson, who co- comes out and makes the save and sets up his match later. But what did you think of this opener, Soda? Great, great match. This was this one of two possible match of the night's. For me, um, but you missed the spot with MJF taking the clothesline off the top rope, but he does the backflip and lands on his feet. Holy crap! Yeah, he could do that. <laughs> like that was really well done, and just goes right into it. Like no sells it. Like oh, that was an inconvenience. I, that was yeah. There was another point where he took one. It took a I don't know if it was a, a knee from Takeshi or whatever it was, and he just sold it. Like he just bounced off the freaking. Matt, yeah. it was great. Yeah, um, no, it, it's. I, I've heard this on the uh, in the wrestling sphere, and I agree with it one hundred percent. MGF not wrestling all the time is a great, great thing because it just emphasizes how good he really is. I agree. Some people have a problem with it. I think it's. Yeah. He has to be this way. That's yeah. it's part of it's, his whole thing. It's part of the perfect. the MGF package. You know. Exactly, because if you wrestled every week, which is more than likely what would happen in WWE, I would assume, um, it, it would kind of wear, like you know, kind of tarnish it a little bit. Yeah, so it's just part. It's part of the allure of MJF. Yeah, he doesn't wrestle. Yeah, yeah, because he gets you to want to see him get the shit kicked out of him over, over God knows how long until it comes time for the match. You're like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about MJF here again in a little bit, yeah. but. Uh, we then had a quick Samoa Joe video package building his uh, upcoming title defense, I would guess, probably at the pay-per-view against Wardlow. Uh, we then had Jamie Hayter taking on the Bunny, which started out really good. I was getting really into this match. I was very happy that mm-hmm. Jamie Hayter uh, and just the women in general didn't get put in the, their annual, their you know weekly death spot at, uh, you know, 9.20, 9.25 uh, Eastern, but 
unfortunately, this match got cut a little short. The bunny seemed seemingly suffered an injury, and uh, they they went the, they gave the signal to go home early. Uh, apparently, she was helped to the back afterwards, and uh, you, you could definitely tell that they kind of um, they had to fill a little bit of time after this because uh, a real real rough looking kind of kind of bump that she took. I didn't even I couldn't even really tell where it was in the match, but you could tell that she was rattled, and um, it, it you always kind of worry about concussion over anything else but no update on Allie today on, and sort of where her condition is at but yeah sorry go ahead Zona. Yeah, sorry it was in the picture in picture like I, I I didn't see it either um but hearing about it it was kind of like this weird spot where I think Cater might have landed on her head yeah what it sounds like. so but yeah I know what happened in picture in picture that's why no no one really saw it <laughs> yeah yeah so Tough way for this to go, especially since I was really digging this match up until that point. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I hope I hope that uh, the bunny is okay and yeah. that she's able. Jamie to Hader, back. yeah, and Jamie Hader is is a uh, is a good champ so far. She's awesome. I know. Yeah, I was pointing that out that like she's like the first champ that I feel like AEW's had where she just her matches are just her and her opponent beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like. It's, yeah, it's like very simple, that. but it's very effective. It's like, like hard hitting, like brawling kind of matches. I, I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. good stuff. Like for the, sure. And I, I like where they're going with this stuff with Soraya and uh, Antonio. Yeah. Stone. The homegrown AEW talent against the ex WWE yeah. bastard heels. It's old school. It's very yeah. old school. Yeah. And that, contri- that trend continued here where you had mm-hmm. Tony Storm and Soraya backstage uh, just totally talking shit about the AEW talent. Uh, they get Leva Bates, of all people. Poor Leva here uh, gets the beat down and the L, uh, I guess for Leva yeah. or for love, but yeah, you yeah. Know, loser, uh, spray painted on, on her here. So um, continuing to build that, I agree. I think that it's it's mm-hmm. it's a good, interesting direction for them to go. And then we went back to MJF. Coming out of his match, and he cuts this promo, man. Oh my god, I, I, it's, it's hard to kind of summarize and put into words, but basically, the idea is that this guy is so fucking evil and so much of a coward that he had this crush on this girl, and he took her out. Just call her, yeah, and uh, he gets, uh, gets a little action down there as they're driving. And uh, gets a little distracted and hits uh, hydroplanes and crashes the car due to the, the telephone pole. And he, he wakes up and he turns around and the girl has got this giant gash in her head. She hit the windshield. Uh, Liv, he, he called her Liv, so everybody's like, oh, it's Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says that basically he put his fingers under her nose to make sure that she was still breathing. Luckily... But then he realized that he uh, he was like one point away from getting his license revoked. So he took her lifeless body and moved it to the the driver's seat to make it look like she was driving uh, the car when the police showed up. Man, this guy is a this is what a son of a yeah. bitch. This MJ. He really is the devil. Like some of us <laughs> can play I, too many backstories for MJ, too many dark backstories for MJF. Ladies and gentlemen, the devil takes many forms, and one of the forms is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I just got to uh, say that. Uh, I know people 
were very angry about this promo. Ah, how dare they go this far? They took it too far. There was no point to it. And blah, 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 blah. everybody on the internet yelling and screaming about this, as well as over 300 dumbass fucking stupid ass marks. You dumb fucks calling the fucking police department in Long Island and reporting a crime. Especially after MJF tweeted out a picture of him with the car. Um, you people watch pro wrestling? You're so fucking stupid. You're so dumb calling the police. Oh my God. I'm going to get the cops called on me for getting noise complaints from screaming in my garage. There you go. There's my read. Think about this. Dif- different content, but this is old school, man. This is this is where the lines are blurred. Like people used to it's think classic pro wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Classic pro wrestling. But th- this promo reminded me if, if as if Stifler were the devil, right? Okay. She when he did the okay. you know, that gesture. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, that. I if Stifler was the devil. Yeah. He'd be MJF. Exactly. I wonder what he'd say about that. <laughs> oh my god. Walk up to uh, MJF. He's like, "What the fuck do you want?" Be like, "You are the devil." If if he was Stifler from American Pie. Yeah. He'd be like, not, "Fuck you, go away." But then he could probably. I'm gonna hold on to that for just the right tweet because I I do follow him because he is gold on Twitter. He is. Yeah. You guys have to follow MJF on Twitter if if you if you haven't already. The guy is definitely got some. Yeah, and every once in a while he will break character for to, to do the right thing. Like you know he'll 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 break kayfabe MJF style if that makes sense. Where he will he will like you know get real, but as the character, it's weird. But yeah, uh, I know it's really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. The last week he did one for Nash. He said he did one about Nash Carter, which was unexpected because it's been a while since that had happened. And he said basically like, this guy is not an anti-Semite and here's why, 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 why. And I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> That's the real MJF tweeting all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Like, breaking kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's dude. He is. This guy is a master of his craft. Like he really is. Yeah. Like I was talking about it last night after watching this promo, and I'm like, when all is said and done, they might not be totally saying it right now. Some people are, myself included, that this guy is going to be, he's going to end up in the history books as one of the greatest of all time. Like, really. A a, a character, for sure. Like, and pro wrestler. He's all around, I said, kind of the complete package. And... Being so fucking good, like the I'm better than you and you know it kind of thing. Yes, I do know it. You are so fucking good. You're so yeah. good at what you do. Like, He's I, just, I, I don't know how you can't, you're not going to put him like near the top of the list in terms of greatest of all time when all said and done. Like, 100%. He's- He's going to be like in the conversations with the Ric Flairs and the Bret Harts, yeah, the Sean Marks, the Stone Coles, and the Hulk Hogan's, and uh, and the Stings, and the Macho. Roman Reigns, yeah, like exactly John John Cena, John um, Cena, uh, Mister Perfect, you know, like all all those guys, like the, like the greats. You're right; he's going to be in that conversation with you yeah, know, Steamboat, Samoa, yeah, Steamboat, Samojo, CM Punk, the Briscoes. Yeah. Throw them out there, like <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you're you're 100 like he's going to go whenever you read 
wrestling books about wrestling history, he's definitely going to have his own chapter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So there you go. I love this promo. I, I don't care what people yelling and screaming it, and bitching it, about. It, it, it made me laugh because at the end of the heart, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm, I'm juvenile. <laughs> you what? I'm juvenile. You're juvenile. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I still love movies like Euro Trip and the American Pie movies. Like every once in a while, yeah, Grandma's Boys. Yeah. yeah, we we're different. We grew up in an era where it was like okay to be really super raunchy and offensive. Right, and also because you um, because we can diff, tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this is I get what it's done. For, it's done for a laugh. Hang on, I got. I'll take the. I gotta take the banner off here. But I, I love pull this, exactly pull this image up again. I love it. Yeah, I love I love but yeah, I know you're right. We definitely did grow up in an era where um yeah, we could definitely tell the difference. Uh we're we're not yeah. I'm not yeah, I, I, I don't want to mean be derogatory when I say this, but remember I am high. We weren't that dumb, uh, so to speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um we weren't we weren't that dumb. Um uh, we turned out okay for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like sure. yeah, we knew like we get what they were going for. Yeah, could some of the thing could be a little sometimes be a little much, sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you know, I'll I'll take Jim in American Pie two with his hand glued to his dick over <laughs> over most things any day. It's a funny moment, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, but we'll, we'll move on here and talk about the next thing we got on the show, which was uh, the Ricky Starks gauntlet match. Uh, the Gar they advertised the Garcia Guevara gauntlet, so uh, he had to beat everybody to get the match against Jericho, which apparently was going to be on this show. Like mm -hmm. it was confusing as the way they advertised. I thought it was going to be, uh, well, actually, at first I thought he was just going to wrestle each guy every week, leading up to then getting the match at the pay per view. They're like, okay, he's wrestling them all in one night. Okay, fine. So he's got to beat them all and then get the match against Jericho at the pay per view. No, the match was just going to happen tonight. So yeah. that was a little weird how they advertised it. But as it went down, he takes care of 2.0 pretty quickly, as I figured he would, like within three yeah. minutes. And then you get Garcia that comes out. And it's like, okay, he's fighting Garcia. No, they hit Sammy's music. And Sammy comes out and he did, does the kind of heelish bullshit, including giving Daniel Garcia a hug, which was hilarious. And he walks around the ring, and it looks like he's he's swagging his way to the ring. And then, nope, Garcia gets in there and starts beating up Ricky Starks. And it's Garcia after all. So it was almost like a double swerve, yeah. which is kind of funny. It was like they were teasing dissension to throw you off because they're fucking sports entertainers. And then to continue that trend, you have a, a fan, a quote-unquote fan, with a Scissor Me Daddy shirt on and a mask that's obviously uh, Chris Jericho. Who then uh, gives the Judas effect elbow uh, to Ricky uh, Starks? Sorry, a, a, a spinning back elbow. <laughs> the, the spinning the back elbow. Elbow. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, as the ref is distracted, and then Garcia tosses Ricky in the ring and gets the win. So Ricky Starks does not get the match against Jericho yet. Yet, I still think the match against Jericho will happen at the pay per view. Like this is just a whole bunch of rigmarole to kind of get there. He's got to jump through the uh, the hoops, so to say. Yeah, this is all school Triple H book, and it's like Jericho's Triple H here, except he's willing to do the job. That's the difference. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's gonna. I would imagine they'll have some kind of match with the stipulation, perhaps. Yeah, I, I would. Although, so. 
Although that seems like there's going to be a lot of stipulation matches on this on this pay per view with all the feuds that are going. It's like, oh, that should get a stipulation match, and that should get you know Moxley and Hangman should be at Last Man Standing, and we got the Iron Man, the sixty minute Iron Man match, and it's like, how many freaking stipulation matches are we going to have? Like, we'll probably get like the Casino Ladder match or the the, the Casino yeah. Battle Royale or whatever as well. So it's like. Uh, oh no! It's just the face of the revolution ladder match. That's right. That's what they normally do. That's, that's that's an old one. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't really bother me too too much <laughs> if it was yeah. every match on a stipulation. I wouldn't really care because right. uh, I know these guys could all of them could pull off something. AW Revolution Extreme Rules. Oh wait, no, that's <laughs> yeah. No, wait, 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 wait. Um, yeah. Guidelines of the extreme. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, so then we had the acclaimed backstage with Billy Gunn, uh, and he has agreed to stay in the back for the match. Right. That's that's how that always goes down. And then they kind of do a, the, their scissoring thing. And as I was watching that, I was going like, man, feels like this might be the final scissoring with Daddy Ass before he turns on them at the main event. But uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll talk about that in a yeah. little later. We then had uh, Danielson. Backstage with Takeshita, who got uh, pretty beat up by um, by MJF earlier, and uh, they're being interviewed by Renee, who then uh, they get the door locked yeah. on them uh, by by Rush's guys, uh, uh, Preston Vance and Jose the assistant. As you hear Rush's music, so Rush hits the ring. MJF hits the ring, and he gets in Aubrey's face, and he oh, tells her to start. With quite yeah. the limp. Start the right. Selling the knee from earlier from that backbreaker. Like, yeah, um, so he, he gets in the ring. He demands that Aubrey starts the match. Aubrey starts the match. Uh, starts the count. Danielson kicks the door in because he's he's all about those kicks. Oh, he, he didn't kick it in. No, 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 no. Kicked it down. He ran and it with the shoulder. He, he tackled it. He tackled it with the shoulder. He charged at it. I thought he hit it with yeah. his foot first. But... No, 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 no. It was with his shoulder to help, you know. All right. But he get, gets through the, the, the goon squad there and uh, makes his way to the ring by the, the time that the count hits 10. And then him and Roosh just have an absolute freaking bloody awesome, awesome yep. match. Just some brutal, brutal shit. Danielson busted open early, just gushing for blood this from his knees. This is the, the other shit beaten out of him. Like, Holy shit, this match, man. This was some fucking awesome shit. Like, I can't even put into words how great this damn match was. All I can say is that go watch it if you haven't. It this is entirely that sold me on Roosh. Roosh, yes. Yeah, this is the match. I'm just like, oh my god. I saw way. some other people saying Danielson made Roosh here. Yeah, 100. percent He is. He's credible. He's one of those I could see him being a star. Like if WWE gets his hands on him and present him like they did in this match, holy shit! This was a guy who who stood toe to toe. You thought could beat Danielson in this. Some of the shit he was doing. Danielson's chest looked like it. Like they said in the, in the thing, it was like roast beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, was some serious was, striking going on in this match. I missed um, where he got busted open, though. I missed that. That was pretty early. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, the I loved the uh, the chop war and the kick war. And every time Danielson would get a, a kick or a, a, a strike in, the, the crowd would chant C. And then uh, if they didn't, uh, if Roosh got one in, they would chant no. There was a lot mm-hmm. of C, no, C, no, which was great. Uh, heavy Latino contingency here at the show being in El Paso, Texas. Yeah. Home so of definitely, Latino heat. Yeah, this this was like a match straight out of like Triple Mania or something, man. Just some really, really yeah. great freaking action here between these two guys and yeah I, I can just spoil it right now this was this was my match of the week Danielson versus Danielson versus Bruce man good shit it was gonna be the MJF Takeshita match but it ended up being this one because it was like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah uh MJF was on commentary as well throughout this match obviously the the story was yeah. that if uh Roosh won that Danielson would not get the match at Revolution but of course Danielson does pick up yeah. the win he gets the 60-minute Iron Man match. Uh, MJF has another post-match beatdown. We got a lot of those tonight. Um, trying to and, break his arm. Yeah, trying trying to break his arm. I wouldn't be surprised because I don't know if I've ever, I don't know, even when he was in WWE, I don't think I've ever seen Brian Danielson tap out. And I feel like this could be the match where he taps out. I don't know. I, like I, pre- maybe a Ring of Honor or, or or something, but I don't know if I've ever seen like certainly past that. I've seen him like pass out to lose a match. Yeah, me where too. he just gets knocked unconscious and they call for the bell. But I don't think I've ever seen Brian Danielson tap out. Certainly not at AEW. So that yeah. being said, I would be surprised because it's a, it's an Iron Man match. So one crazy thing they could do is have him tap out. You know, mm-hmm. the match keeps going because it's an Iron Man match, but it's like. Man, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm trying to look look for, for something, and I'm not finding anything. Like, the fact that Takeshi had tapped out, that is a sign that, like, they're yeah. really putting over this arm bar. And, like, I again, I saw people whining and complaining about the whole Takeshi and MJF finish, the fact that he beat him clean. But, mm-hmm. like, I really, they're going to sell this to the point where I think Danielson is going to tap out to it at one point during the Iron Man match. Because again, it's an Iron Man match. You can have several finishes throughout the match. Mm-hmm. It's like sixty minutes guaranteed. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah. be a good match for sure. I'm looking. I'm so. looking forward to this. It's not. It's it's AEW is making me like want to watch Iron Man matches. Yeah. There were yeah. a few good ones in WWE, but that's that was a long time ago. There were uh, Bailey versus Sasha NXT Takeover the right. end. Right, and then you go that's, before that's that. The one that uh, sticks the, out. The Rock Triple H at Judgment Day 2000 is is an underrated match. Um, yeah, Rock Lesnar and Kurt Angle on SmackDown was is phenomenal, especially in terms of storytelling as well. It was it, it's the best match of their feud. Um, yeah, uh, Cena and uh, HBK did. Uh, I, I they didn't do an Iron Man match. They almost went a full sixty uh, one time in yeah. uh, Raw. There's, there's, yeah, some good shit. Definitely. So, we have our main event set for Revolution. It is going to be MJF and Brian Danielson in a 60-minute Iron Man match. Uh, we then had Tony backstage with Q and Sal from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Stolen. They pulled a prank here and stolen Floyd 
the bat of Chris Jericho. I think this uh, this the Impractical Joker show is airing tonight as we're taping this. That but show's been on the air for a long time. A long remember, time, like well I over a decade when, now. I, I, I'm a, I've been a fan of Q since well since early days at Tell Him Steve Dave, um, the podcast there. I don't listen to as much anymore, but um, yeah, no, I remember when you know he was in negotiations for the show and stuff like that, and it's pretty cool to see that they're still going. It's too bad uh, Joe left, unfortunately, but yeah, you know it is what it is. Um, but yeah, no, Q, Q is, Q is, uh, Q's a character. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they've issued the challenge to, to Chris Jericho apparently is going to respond during the, the yeah. episode of, of Impractical Joker. So I, I think I might have to go and watch this episode of Impractical Joker. Yeah. Have you ever seen any episodes? Oh yeah. It's great. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a definitely a fun show. Oh, totally. Uh, you yeah. can tell I some stuff seen. is like very much staged. But it's it's yeah. still it's a fun fun time. Yeah, I, I haven't seen every episode, but yeah, it's it's good shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, we then had the elite taking on Top Flight and AR Fox in uh, what I thought was a crazy good match. I saw some people didn't think so. I'm like, what? Like you didn't like this match? Yeah. It like it took a few minutes for them to to get into it, but like by the end of it, I thought, man, this was. You know, right up there with the other two matches that we mentioned, the MJF Takeshita and the Danielson Roosh match. Like, I thought this was probably number three out of those three, but still, I still was a crazy good match. AR Fox looked absolutely phenomenal mm -hmm. here. Uh, so much to the point where Kenny Omega cannot hit the one winged angel on him and has to, has to cradle him for the win. So, obviously, the elite retaining their titles here, but uh, definitely putting these guys over in the process. Mm -hmm. No, this was a fun match. Uh, it's always fun with these guys. And of course, uh, you know, carry on my wayward son, man. That's just, Oh really yeah. God, I love classic rock and roll, man. It was hilarious. If you watch BTE this week, there was a, a, a clip for, cause they have Brandon Cutler go around and he films the matches and they, he splices it yeah. together and puts it. One of the shots is just Kenny Omega leaning into the camera and he goes, don't you cry no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw them singing along to the song. I'm like, I love it when they do that. Oh, it's it's this is that one clip, like maybe so they don't get a copyright thing on YouTube. Yeah. It's just Kenny Omega singing that one <laughs> line. Fucking hilarious, man. Oh, no, I said this was a, definitely a fun match. Definitely, it's, it's yeah. always fun when it's the elite. You, you're never gonna get a bad match out of the elite, or, like or every single match. match they have is, is gonna be at least good. Yeah. If not great or like one of the greatest freaking tag matches you'll ever see. It's never going to be know? boring. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we then had Lexi Nair backstage with Stokely Hathaway, who is talking shit about Hook. And it was one of those, he's right behind me, isn't he, kind of moments. <laughs> he sneaks up behind him and uh, whacks him one. And then <laughs> it's not not too bad. It's not that it didn't get hit you that yeah. hard. But Stokely's oh. is, is, get the medic screaming, get the medic. Uh, Stokely's great. Stokely. Hook is great. I can't wait for this Hook uh, Stokely Hathaway feud to continue. Yeah. Um. So we. Oh yeah. So we had another match uh, set up for Rampage with Hook. Uh. But uh, I'll get to that here in a minute when we run down the Rampage card. But uh, we had our main event, which was the Gun Club taking on the Acclaimed. And 
the obvious thing to do that I thought they were going to have was Billy Ass. Come, I was like, okay, I'm going to be a ref bump. And then here comes Billy, Billy Gunn. And he looks like he's going to help the acclaim, but then he didn't, he doesn't. He, you know, I thought for sure it was like, stop, don't hurt him with the belt. Give it to me. And then he takes the belt and then he whacks Bowen. Yeah. I think it. everyone was thinking that. Everybody thought that that was where they were going. Yeah. That's not where they went. They went after they hit Billy Gunn, and then they won the Ass Boys new AEW Tag Champions, which I actually thought that they were going to do, but the way that they did it mm-hmm. kind of made no freaking sense to me. I was very confused by this. I thought, why did they just turn Billy Gunn? Maybe they will turn Billy Gunn. Uh, again, another thing that people were very angry about on the on the internet. Um, I didn't think the match was that anything like special. It was really just kind of there, and that was the the most unfortunate. So, it's not a great match, and weird booking kind of soiled this for me. I know people were mad about it about other things about it, but that was my biggest issue with it. It should not have been the main event. Um, it 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 was right. It killed the crowd. It very much so. Um, like poor Randy, everybody's gonna have left. Everybody's gonna leave. You know, nobody, nobody expected it. Like it was like, what the hell? So nobody expected this thing to lose. It kind of felt like a cheap heat, like you know, raw or or uh, old TNA kind of finish. Uh, I was not crazy about it. Again, the booking is not. I don't like it. I don't see why you have the acclaim lose if it doesn't involve a Billy Gunn turn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Are they just going to win the titles back at the at the pay per view? Like maybe. a lot of a lot of stuff about this doesn't doesn't sit right with me. It's yeah, just maybe. kind of it's unlike AW to have an angle like this. But or I don't know. Or- it could set up the acclaimed versus uh, not the acclaimed. Sorry, uh, the Gun Club versus FTR. I heard some people say that as well. Oh, maybe we'll get FTR coming back, and then yeah, they're maybe. the ones to, to win those run. belts back, or or run. not. Maybe Tony. Maybe Tony Khan is really super hyped on the Ass Boys, and yeah. you know, is he going to have them beat the acclaimed for the Heat yeah. and beat the freaking, uh, you know, beat FTR? Can you imagine the freaking Heat? If it, it like seriously, if FTR comes back and then they freaking lose Dude, to the Boys, more hate, okay. more hate, mate. Like really, the guns win, we riot. riot. Nope, it cannot happen that time. <laughs> nope. Oh, well, it can happen because FTR's contracts are coming up. So, ah, uh, saying, just saying. Prepare for disappointment. Hmm. Mm. Well, there you go, guys. That was dynamite. Uh, kind of, uh, you know, somewhat of a mixed bag for me. Yeah. I, I thought there was uh, some really great wrestling on the show, but like the main event angle and and just overall and the fact that yeah. there was an injury kind of hampered the show for me a little bit. So. I haven't done this in a while, and I hate to do it here because that freaking Roosh Danielson match was so fucking awesome. But I gotta give this the worst Dynamite ever rating this week, man. It just it wasn't 
nearly as good as last week's, and it definitely had some issues, some kind of glaring issues. Yeah. So, um, I'm giving it. I'm gonna give it the best, but it's gonna be like right above the halfway. Very point. close to swaying it's, downwards. It's very close to swaying. Like for me, I enjoyed the whole show. It was just the ending kind of was. I'm well. I'm like intrigued to see where it's gonna go. I if it felt very off and like a wet fart. Yeah, it did. It it really kind of did. It, but here's the thing, guys. Like, you go on the internet, you yell and scream about AEW all you want, and how much you hate Tony Khan, and how much you hate the elite, and how this company's dying because they don't get a million viewers every week, and just all the stupid fucking dumb shit that people always had dying in the ratings, like whatever. Like, bottom line is, uh, you're first of all, you're wrong. <laughs> Second of all, uh, not every episode of Dynamite is gonna be the greatest Dynamite of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I've said many, many times, I feel like on this show, yeah. not every episode has to be a fucking home run. There, you're gonna have a show here and there that's just not as good. Hence the point and that's of the, the reality system. of pro wrestling. Shocking, I know. Hence the point of the rating system. Yeah. So, there you go. That's just my my consensus on it. But, uh, again, we haven't seen Rampage yet uh, as we're taping this, but I'll run down the card here real quick. We have Orange Cassidy. This was the match that was set up, uh, I think, after the show on social media or whatever. But uh, we had the the firm and Stokely are back. Uh, and so Lee Moriarty is going to be challenging Orange Cassidy for the All-American to the Trans-Pacific Partnership title uh, on Rampage. And I, I'm pretty sure Cassidy probably wins that match. Uh, we then have the Blackpool Combat Club team of Wheeler, Utah, Claudio, and Moxley. So Moxley back on Rampage to try to pop the rating a little bit. Taking on the Butcher, the Blade, and Kip Sabian, which is kind of a weird team yeah. there. Uh, we got Jungle Boy. What is it? And now Bald Butcher. Yeah, Bald Butcher, yes. Yep, he got a complete total haircut. Uh, we got Jungle Boy Jack Perry in action, so probably just kicking some jobbers, but Ruby Soho versus Marina Shafir, and then Mark Briscoe will say yeah. some things. So, um, again, I haven't seen Rampage. I don't know if there's some spoilers, but I can imagine uh, some uh, an emotional... Uh, promo of sorts there the only thing i read was it was a tape promo okay yeah so there's the only thing i saw was not live gotcha gotcha so yeah that's pretty much it guys uh we're doing again gonna do a little bit of a shorter show here today but we'll run through the last couple i do want to shout out one wwe thing to check out this week and that was the cody Rhodes Rhodes paul Heyman promo from monday night raw holy crap oh yeah Um, that was intense. That was everything you want to put in a promo roller coaster of emotions. That is already con- top contender for promo of the year for sure. Um, go and check it out. It was a great personal promo. This was Cody Rhodes's best promo. With all these freaking Cody Rhodes and like Bloodline promos already that we've gotten this year, I don't know how yeah. in the hell. We're going to determine what like a moment or a promo of the year is because right. at the end of the year, there's been so many freaking good ones already. Like, yeah. how do you not give that Sami Zayn hitting Roman Reigns in the chair at the at uh, the Royal Rumble, Rumble 
moment of the year, you know. But then you got this Cody Rhodes and and Paul Heyman promo. And then you're going to have Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns probably at WrestleMania, which will be a massive moment. Oh, and that's God. just like the tip of the iceberg. I feel like the tip of the iceberg with all the moments that we're going to get this year, you know? Yeah. No, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a great year for WWE. It's going to feel like WWE of old. Yeah, until Vince, back, until Vince McMahon weasels his way back into creative and then they sell the uh, Saudi Arabia. So uh, a warning. I will I will heed this warning. Um but yeah, we're kinda kinda like combining these two things this week. But yeah. I, I think we both kind of mentioned what our match and moment of the week are. For me, moment of the week was that Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman promo yeah. from Raw. And then the match of the week for me, one thousand percent, was Danielson and Roosh from Dynamite. You have, have yeah. any other mentions? Great match, um, but for me, it, it's easily the promo with a really close second to that MGF clothesline uh, from the top move. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just mind blowing. <laughs> definitely, and the MGF promo as well. Like, yeah. You gotta, gotta throw that in there as well. The whole car yeah. crash promo. Yeah, um, two great promos definitely. from two different ends of the spectrum. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I thought it was a pretty good week overall. Um, again, we might be missing a thing or two here because SmackDown is has, mm -hmm. has aired by the time this is up on the channel. So there's usually some pretty big talking points coming out of yeah. that. Show. Well, there, yeah, there's obviously more to the Bloodline stuff because we obviously we didn't talk about it. But last week, Rolnick was cutting a promo at the end and he was starting to talk about Cody. And then out of nowhere, Sammy came out that was and great. jumped him. And then, yeah, Roman turned the tides and says, fine, you want to match at Elimination Chamber? I will beat you in, in front of your family and your friends. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a correction, by the way. It is not Jay Uso that can't enter Canada. It is Jimmy Uso. Oh. So we could get the Jay Uso turn at, yeah, elim nice. at Elimination Chamber. He costs Sami Zayn the match. He rejoins yeah. the bloodline. Now you got all this heat for uh, the re the return of Kevin Owens, who comes out and makes the save as Jay and Roman and Solo are beating down Sami Zayn. Here comes Kevin Owens returning in his hometown yeah. to then set up the Usos to save versus his Owens. His best Zane. friend, the other hometown boy. Oh, it's going to be yeah. uh, freaking amazing. That's how you do it. It's really, really simple. Here's the thing, yeah. guys. Wrestling booking is not that difficult if you really think about it. And this would be yeah. the easiest and the thing that makes the most sense for me. Um, so that's a correction to that. It was, it was again, confusion. I, I have brothers that are twins. I know what, what it's like for people to confuse them uh, sometimes. So, um, yes, it is Jay Uso. Jay Uso is fine to, to enter Canada. I guess somebody was saying that he actually even wrestled the last show that they were, the last like house show they did in Canada. So, okay. there you go. Yeah, and to think Elimination Chamber is next weekend. Yes, yes. So that'll be something we'll talk about here in a couple yeah. weeks. But um, we will wrap up the show today here with our now weekly segment of Dustin Dubuque hates this Tony Khan tweet. And this week, the selection for the Tony Khan uh, making Dustin cringe tweet is this one here. He says, thank you all. Watch AEW on TV with your support. We're on one of our hottest runs we've ever had on Wednesday night AEW Dynamite. Every Wednesday in 2023 has had a great Dynamite. Now the road to revolution takes us to 
championship fight night on Dynamite tomorrow, live on TBS. And then I added Tranquilo's Club's little thing here. Of, Are we going funny. to Chico's Tacos after the show, or what's up? I've heard of the Chico's Tacos all thanks to um, Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias. He's made one of his specials. He talks about it. Yeah. I got to try out these these Chico's Tacos. Chico's Tacos? Chico's Tacos. Yeah. Chico's Tacos. I don't know if it's it's a nationwide thing or if it's a local thing for for that area of Texas. Yeah, I think it's a Texas thing. Yeah. But if forever some maniacal insane reason I end up in Texas, I'm gonna have to I'll have to try that out. I don't know why yeah. I would ever visit that shithole of a fucking backwards ass state, but there you go as I turn heel and bury the state of Texas as we <laughs> sign off the show, guys. Hey, all you Texas people, why don't you subscribe while you're at it? Now that now that I've I've got your attention, hit that subscribe button and ding that bell. Ring the bell much like a wrestling match to mm-hmm. always get a notification when we go either live or when a new episode of Blokes of Wrestling drops on the channel. We really, really appreciate it. We hit that 800 mark, and then the YouTube algorithm went, no, fuck you! You're not quite there yet, and so we're down to 795 right now. But we might be back to 800 by the time this episode drops. So please, guys, help us get to that 1,000 mark by the end of the year. Uh, It's really going to do some cool, make us be able to do some cool things for the channel and everything. And that being said, I will have some news very soon about the future of blokes of wrestling. So stay tuned for that as well. The soda got any other plugs or any final thoughts as we wrap up here today. Um, It's not bad news. It's good news. I'm just going to say that to leave you anybody first off. Um, No, the show's canceled. It's over. We're done. Where am I going to get wrestling? No, uh, obviously you can find me here. You can find me at personal Instagram and Twitter, soda underscore the underscore saxman. I don't use the Instagram as much, but still. Um, and then, yeah, you could watch, go follow me over on the Northern Entertainment Group where I do, uh, it actually, we dropped, uh, we drop on Thursdays now. It's a show I do with my friend for Shades of Geek called Fun with Flags, where we teach uh, something to the other person about our country. And today was my pick, or sorry, this episode was my pick. And there was the early days of the Stanley Cup and some of the wild incidents that have happened with the Stanley Cup. Nice, nice. I thought you were going to say maple syrup, but no, it definitely I I went with the Stanley Cup because there's a lot of fun early stories, uh, uh, things that make the Stanley Cup unique that are pretty funny stories about dents and all that stuff. And yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Well, there you go, guys. You can find me. Uh, all over the Let's Get Ready Network, as usual. Uh, we had our uh, Rocky Five review drop earlier today. Ugh. Uh, can uh, I be honest? I yes. think I, 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 while I do agree it is the worst in the series, I do not think it is it is as bad as everyone says it is. I think there is a good story there. You that say just- that, but Ferris also said that, and then he rewatched it, and he said, "No, you're all right. It's trash." Yeah, but remember, I watch. Spoiler these alert! I watch the these end of the movies all the time. Review. I watch these movies all the time, and uh, no, it's just it was not poor. It was not well executed. It was the problem, but there is a good story yeah. in there. So there you go, guys. Check out that review if you haven't already, and all the other Rocky reviews we got leading up to Creed Three coming out here pretty soon. I'm hyped for that, man. Yeah, we got a lot too, of other fun entertainment stuff to look forward Rocky's to. Rocky's my favorite film franchise of all time. It, I'm I'm so stoked for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
definitely. Uh, we'll talk some uh, Creed Three theories off air here, but uh, that's going to do it for us here, guys, tonight. Again, if you haven't, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. As low as a dollar a month, you can come and argue with me about pro wrestling uh, or, or argue, argue with Soda about Rocky Five in our Discord. Uh, and if you want to support us at a higher tier, you can go as far as to join this show for an episode and co-host with us. Um, or hop on one of our watch-alongs, including this weekend. We will be watching the big game, as we're not allowed to call it by its actual name because we might get a lawsuit. Yes, huh? the United States of America National Football League is very strange. So it Wait, is really? the... Uh, it rhymes with uh, Scooper... Um, droll. I'll do this. Super you droll. Can, this Sunday. Cannot, whoa, whoa, time out. You cannot call it that on air? No, really? you're not allowed to advertise it with its actual name. You have to call it the big game. Oh, Otherwise, the you, NFL can, is you can say it. You just can't have it in any promotion. Right. I. Uh, but people who say it apparently have gotten in trouble, too. So, uh, I might, might turn it into a bit here. Uh, our gimmick that we uh, we can't say can't wait for the commercials. Stupid brawl. Uh, looper uh, brawl. Dave brawl. I don't know. The original idea for WrestleMania. Um, right. <laughs> who's, play, who's playing? Uh, it is the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles. Right, that's right. I knew the Eagles were playing, yes. This Sunday. And uh, yes, it, you, you want to join us for that. We will be live uh, on the Highlights channel on our sister channel uh, over there for both pre-game, during the game, and then post-game as well. we got a bunch of fun shows lined up for that. So join us this Sunday and join us next week for another episode of Blokes of Wrestling and Soda. Until next time, we'll see you all soon. Cheers, everybody.